a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own work and experience and a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nah, man. Just a couple of Dumbbells, love ourselves for fitness, I have you in there. And the help is right now. Yeah, let's welcome our guest to the weight room, guys. Get ready, because he's got his protein shake with coffee cubes in it. Yeah, I'd say that. Uh, it's our dude, Rick, Rick Glassman. Whoa. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to. Uh, it seemed like you were waiting for me to. S- Can you do your own? I was just going to yell my name. Yeah, yell it. Yeah. yeah, set me up again real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Glassman. Huh. That was good. Pretty much the same thing I did. I liked it. He went off the yeah, mic, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. so it felt like there's stuff happening in oh, here. Oh, it felt like there was somebody else in the room. Someone else in the room. Mm-hmm. Someone walking towards mics. Got it. I, I, want, I want to make sure that you don't feel that I thought I could do it better than you. I just thought I was supposed to do it. No, buddy. You did it better than me. And you, you know, if you felt like you were supposed to do it, I waited too long. What you don't understand is that I take pauses at places that don't need pauses. Yeah, he takes a lot of uh, off-balance pauses. Yeah. OBPs? OBPs. OBPs. You know me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's up, dude? Shit. How's your potty podcast? It's going real well, man. Crushing Rick, life? Yeah, Rick uh, has podcast, Take Your Shoes Off podcast. Take Your Shoes Off. Yapping with some comedians. La- uh, yeah. I love it. Thank I've been you. Listen- I'm pretty much caught yeah. up. Yeah. I would say, and I learned some stuff about you that we yeah, can talk about today. A uh, couple of things that jumped out to me. You've mentioned that you eat, try to eat vegan. Are you vegan or you just try to eat vegan when you can? I, I like to go meatless as much as possible. As much as possible. I mean, it's completely possible. It is but possible, you understand but, what I mean. But you're like meatless Mondays is like a thing. That yeah, do. if it's Monday. <laughs> I, I go meatless. I do try to go meatless a couple days a week. Okay. And I just, I usually don't do dairy unless it's in dessert anyway. I don't do cheese or butter or creams. Uh huh. Okay. Unless it's an ice cream. Nice. Nice. Wait, hold on a second. Okay. Why come? Why come? Why come? You're because you're, it feels good. You, that's why. You, oh, how come? Yeah. Why do Why do you stay away from um, from uh, meat? Well, <laughs> this is going to sound. Why come? This is going to sound really annoying. <laughs> no, we have fun here on the podcast. We really do. I just think that it, I feel better when I don't eat it. Oh, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but take your shoes off podcast every Monday. We got a new episode. Uh, yeah, so take your shoes off. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about the podcast for a second, and then I'll tell you what I learned from you from listening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you uh, tell us. Podcast is great because there's a, there's a visual. Like, he does a... Um, oh, it he, takes so long to edit. Yeah, but it is cool. Like you need a couple cameras, you, three cams, three cams. He inserts like audio. It's a multicam show. There's a live audience. Pretty much. I'll tell you something, and I, I'm I'm using Premiere in the multicam feature. Just while I watch it, lifetime switchboard. I I I I, I, I have multiple hard drives stacked up wow. with the little lights and the two monitors. I feel like I have a little studio. I have an, a, a, I love orchids. I have a little one for the office. Coffee kicked in. I love what I do. Wow. It just takes a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's it cool. is very funny. Uh, the, the adding in the stuff because it's like you know on this show, like if we're talking about some shit and it comes up, he'll right have now like a, I would put a picture of like yeah. a, a, a poop emoticon because yeah. he said some shit, and then I would have it wipe away to the left or fade out. That right. sounds like a lot of work for something that comes out every Monday. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like I'm editing a little movie, and yeah. then I finally done on Sunday, and I have to go again. I, I am starting to resent it a little, but I'm I've recently started to look for some some editing help. That's cool. Yeah, to help be, me out. Yeah, you know. 
allocate some shit out there. Yeah. Uh, he's got A-S-S-O-T. a lot of big, yeah, got a lot of big hitter guests. Big uh, Joel McHale, you ever heard of him? I've heard of him. Uh, Larry Charles, you ever heard of him? That was yeah, a cool one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. That was cool. I actually learned a lot on that episode too. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then Rick, I find, so there, there are, there's no shortage of comedy podcasts where funny people interview other funny people. Sure, sure. But I feel sure, that, sure. that Rick has an interesting way. You're not afraid to ask. The hard hitting questions. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> or just if you don't know something, you just, and like a lot of times, like I won't know it, but then the, and then maybe the host knows it or doesn't know it, but they don't ask it. But Rick will just fucking ask like, what did you mean by that? Yeah. And then, uh, people, I find that people if, answer. If you accept, if, 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 if I if you accept that like this is what I know I know like eight things you know what I mean right mm-hmm. and I'm great with those things uh-huh. I'm good I'm good I think you're great thanks at those things and the other things I don't it's like I don't know there's right. no there's no identity to pretending to know those things so yeah you ask questions yeah that's yeah. good that's great that's fun that like opens it up so much more what do you mean uh, I'm just I was just joking I was just joking. <laughs> I was just giving you opportunity to pause. Um, <laughs> the thing that one yeah. of the the one of the things that I know really well, one of the eight things is why I come. <laughs> and why come? Yeah. yeah oh man. yeah. Talk about that. Why yeah. come? Feels great. Cool, dude. It doesn't it? It does. And every time you're Never done disappoints. with it, it's the only. Oh, I couldn't disagree with you more. <laughs> but coming is one of the few things that that you need to do when you need to, and then as soon as you're done, it's like well, I don't know why I, I don't know what I, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Why it just happened? Be- and it was good. Like, like if I want to go see a movie and it wasn't good, maybe you're disappointed. But if you want to go see a movie and it was good and it's done, you're not thinking like, oh, what am I doing? Why was, was, I had a great time. Yeah. But yeah. after a come, I, even though you did have a great time, <laughs> I never feel like I had a great yeah. time. No. I just feel like, oh. It's kind of like being a werewolf. Go on. Well, it's like it just, it happened, like the full moon comes out. You wolf out like yeah. it just fucking happens, sure. and probably feels great while you're being your best wolf self. Sure, but then when you're done, you are not that wolf anymore yeah. at all. And you may have killed people, and, yeah, and you're completely removed from it, and no clothes. Yeah. And you're stuck in a fucking. Well, don't you usually have your pants on, but they're, but they're now shorts. yeah they're, they're not ripped. turned into shorts yeah. with the jaggedy <laughs> yeah, edges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're now ripped shorts and yeah. a shirt that you're currently wearing right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> That we do have fun here. Uh, <laughs> I stole this. Shirt. Uh, Rick, what's it? Wait, where did you grow up and stuff? Cleveland. And I uh, here's a great opportunity to showcase. That. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what this stuff means. Are you looking for me to just say Cleveland and expand on it? Like, uh, like, because um, I know that's in an interview oh. section. You got to find. We got to find the oh, moments. No, no, no. But just like uh, you grew we're gonna, up, in, we're going to do an origin story and yeah. get your sports background. We want to know stuff of like way um, into fitness by way of sports. Yeah. It? Yes. Well, sports or fitness? Like fitness if, was a big part of my life for a while. It was. Yeah. Growing up, uh, like, like eighteen wait, to. The college. What about kid? What? Wait, do you have siblings? I have an older brother. Uh, are you guys close in age? Two and a half years, which okay. you know in high school was very far, but yeah. now it's it's uh, nothing. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not even two and a half years anymore. Yeah, it's like uh, two years. Yeah, it's, it's like, like two years. It got down to two. Then it was like four and a half years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, did you guys Irish watch, twins? Were you guys big? Um, like uh, Irish twins? No, we've we heard it. I would put up a picture Just here. Just because of, you uh, said it twice doesn't mean that we didn't hear it the first time. I didn't uh, hear it the second time, so I don't even there know you what go. you're complaining about. Okay. You put up a picture of two Colin Farrells. Um, yes. Yeah. And it right? would take me 15 minutes, yeah. and I would go, uh, was it worth it? It feels like a cum. <laughs> 
All right, we're going to cut to commercial real quick. I've been having a good time with you guys. Yes. We'll be right back. So easy. Uh, so Cleveland, uh, you're a basketball guy. Were you were you playing basketball growing up from day one? No. You no. Cavs guy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I was, uh, I was uh, as I'm sure you weren't, but you were probably like a little awkward. And were you? Hey, man. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? How, what what makes you think I'm awkward? Just because now I'm well, so relaxed? Well, I'll tell you. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. Okay. Yeah. You're quick. That's a good thing. Uh-huh. You're quick. You had to develop that skill set somewhere. Yes. Okay. You don't look like a typical white American person. Yet you were growing. You grew up here. I'm white. Well, oh, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're wrong. I, I don't know <laughs> if you're trying to do like a fucking. Uh, you know, like a hypnotist shit with me, or oh, wait, wait, do a what? Hypnotist? Shit? Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. You grew up a little weird. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Even your voice is getting higher now. You, Fuck, that's you my seem voice, little, dude. You seem a little triggered. Nah, You're nah, getting nah, more broy. No, 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 no. Oh, you can't do that. I'm white. You can't do that. I'm white. Rick, quit trying to hypnotism. Stop trying to hypnotism. Keep trying to hypnotism. So much like you, when I grew up, I was I didn't have too many friends, and I I played Magic the Gathering and some pottery classes, and I was like in like weird stuff. Did you do RPG games? Just Magic the Gathering. Wait, did you? What about your brother? Did you guys play sports together? My brother played sports. My brother was um, was he the jock, and you were no, no. He just played. I guess he was a good baseball player. Yeah, but you just you you were an indoor kid. No, I was outdoors too, but I was sitting on the grass picking picking grass. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's weirder than me, my man. Yeah, well, but I like it. Wait, what about your folks? Did they were they sports people? Like, did you guys watch sports together? Did my dad you- and my dad was a big sports person, still is, if you know what I mean. And I don't <laughs> likes likes baseball, goes to the games. Oh yeah, yeah I do you know, know what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just don't. just went to a Lake County Captain's game the other day with some friends. If someone threw out a pitch or something. You can't see this because there's no video, which is a big mistake, but I'm winking right now and jerking off. <laughs> I'm jerking off right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool that you're able to just talk normal and jerk off. Yeah. Hold on one sec. Oh. All right. What? Oh, you regret it now? Yeah. yeah. And then sports and blah blah blah. And then uh, I started. So I, I, I um. So you, did, were your parents into exercise and eating healthy? No, my dad had a restaurant. My mom oh. didn't cook. So you know, what kind ate, of restaurant was it? Uh, it was a sports bar and grill. It was. It was. The, <laughs> so it is sports. <laughs> you got a lot of sports. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. dad was friends with uh, Bill Lambeer. Oh. And whoa, oh, shit! I grew up in Detroit. Did you? Yeah. I did not know that. Love Bill Ambert. I used to go to the palace to, to those games. Ah, oh, buddy. We would sit out. We would sit there. I remember going to the locker room, and I would used to call Rick Mahorn the guy with the big boobies. Oh, uh, yeah. Clearly, uh, Rick get Mahorn. him on the fitness podcast. He's one of the bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so... God, that's a great time to be friends with Lambeer. Yeah, yeah, man. It was cool. He, my dad tells me stories of uh, of, of um, going on the plane with them, and he was at practice once, and uh, Chuck Daly was kicking all the reporters out, and he yells, "Everybody, but everyone has to go, but Steve." And my dad got to shoot the foul shots with them. I mean, it's weird how wow. not just friends with them in yeah. that well, he was with. Did those they guys. grow up together or something? No, um, my my grandpa uh, was partnered in a, ho- a hotel or a couple of hotels or something in Cleveland, and. Um, Bill was drafted with the Cavs, uh-huh. and they organized. Hey, when they go the, the Coliseum, the 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 I think it was the Coliseum, wherever the Cavs played before the the Quicken Loans Arena, before that right. building was built, 
And they, my dad organized them going and staying at the hotel or buses coming from the hotel to take them down or whatever. And then just became friends with Bill. Wow. Yeah. And Your then, dad's a pretty lovable guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they just hit it off. He's like a Cosby. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What? He's hmm? like from the Cosby show, you're saying? He's like, yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, sorry. He's like, yeah. he's like, like Huxtable. Dr. Huxtable. You're right. What, did, what was the inference? Dr. Huxtable? He's like Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> What's going on? You can't do that. What you are you can't. talking about? You also can't do that. I can do, I'm white, dude. Exactly. I can do whatever I want. Doc yeah. Huxtable? Doc Huxtable. <laughs> What's right. your problem, man? Nothing. It's fine. I like it. I didn't know that. Uh, Wow, and that's we're crazy. back. That's we're back. crazy, man. That's so I, you cool. You know what else is, you know what's cool about it? I love Bill Lambert. Let me tell you what jumps out oh, to me about it. I don't care. Yeah, it's, we're going to move on. <laughs> no, okay, no, people, there's somebody dying to hear this. Uh, somebody's dying to hear <laughs> somebody what at, Somebody at home with a knife to the wrist, just please, just <laughs> yeah. make it worth it for me. <laughs> yeah. Still uh, jerking off. Still jerking it. Knife out. Uh, it's cool because that team was so mean. That it would be awesome if they liked you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they yeah, weren't yeah. like friend. They weren't known as being a friendly team. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting to like everybody out. But Steve yeah. can stay. Everybody, everybody out. Everybody but Steve can stay. Uh, after Huckable. I think it was eighty nine. Huxtables. The year after, um, uh, they they threw the ball away and Bird stole it, and they won the, the Celtics won the Eastern champion. The next year, the Pistons took it, and my dad was there with them but when they were the back. Uh, outside when the, the bus was taking the, the, the Celtics away. And, and uh, my dad was, told me a story when he was waving. He goes, bye, bird, bye. You know, like <laughs> such a dork, you know. But just I'm, I'm, I think the shit. access is cool oh, to brag yeah, about, not the thing that he did. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I like that, it. I like even it. Even the thing he did yeah, is cool. cool. He got, bye, bird. <laughs> you know, yeah. he got kicked out of uh, one of my basketball. I had my grandma on my podcast a couple of days ago. He told the story of my dad getting kicked out of my basketball games in high school, one basketball game in high school. For talking shit? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. great. And an away game. You know, it's like I never got in and I just I just I went to the special school and I could we could talk about that if need be. But I went to the special school, incidentally, where I started playing basketball. And when I came back, I was embarrassed of where I went. And I uh, one of my friends, shout out to Tim Gilmore, got me into basketball. And from the Gilmore girls. Mm hmm. You. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Unrelated to the television show. Oh, but his oh, sisters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's from them. Yeah. He's, from, yeah, he's them. from them. He's built out of them. <laughs> and uh, and I just didn't want to like call too much negative attention to myself. I, I never really even got in. And now and my dad is the one who's getting kicked out of the games. I'm like, oh, that's tough as a kid, man. Yeah. yeah. A little embarrassing. Wait, so then you play, so Magic the Gathering, all that stuff, and then eventually you find basketball yeah, as so, like the so, only sport. So I went to this special school called PEP, Positive Education Program. Okay. I, first I was in uh, like uh, learning disabled class, and then there was like a learning disabled class that like the best way I could explain it is pre- um, What's the what's the movie with Catwoman? Dangerous Minds, like you know, like oh, these, got it's, it. It's learning to say, well, these are like kids that like, you know, are Does troubled. Does she dress as Catwoman in Dangerous Minds? I don't think they. I don't think so. I don't remember. No, I wasn't listen, sure. If, no, I, I, don't, I can't remember if Dangerous Le- Minds was just Batman four. No, listen, I'll lay it out for you. She wears a leather jacket. Yes, she she turns a leather jacket into her Catwoman oh. suit in Batman Returns. Got did it. she wear the leather jacket, or did that guy wear the leather jacket who came to the restaurant? She wore the leather jacket because at first she's not wearing it, huh. and mm-hmm. then you pick yourself up and dust yourself off and get and then wear it, and then you get, <laughs> you get thrown off of a building, right? And then you look to your left and you see a cat and you go, "I should be that now." Right. No, those cats bring her back to life. Oh, right. There's they like a hundred cats that are yeah, like biting they, her finger and shit yeah, yeah, and like yeah. giving her mouth to mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a different time. It's a different time. Why that wouldn't work now? 
It's just nowadays with CGI. And yeah. Who has, and, and, and it would just be one media. cat that would walk into her mouth. And also, then Cr- Chris Walken was kind of like a punchline now. But back then, he was people didn't know him for doing as much funny stuff. Could you do a Chris? I've always wondered if anyone could do a Christopher Walken impression. Do either of you? No. Bottom line, Selena Kyle goes sticking a nose in my yeah. business again. None she of could us. jump out a higher window. Could you or no? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are able to do it. Bottom line, uh, that's also, pretty off. It's fucking spot on. It's dude. pretty off. Close your eyes. Okay. Yeah, bottom, I'll close them. Bottom line, hey. It is better with the clothes. It's yeah, still yeah, not. Yeah. I, I still feel like you're making fun of the impression. Yeah. It's not, but I'm, it I'm, is better eyes closed. I'm, with my eyes closed, I'm seeing a caricature mm-hmm. of not seeing him. Do you guys right. know who? Black and white, too. Yeah, yeah, black and white caricature. <laughs> you know, and there's like film grade. You know, uh, too. Uh, you know who Lorne Michaels is? Never heard of him. I he's do. Always- he's the guy that uh, is in charge of Saturday Night Live. Right. Oh. And a lot of NBC productions. Are you he's- sure it's not the, he doesn't run a, um, like, a fabric store? Yeah, that's who I mean. Lauren Michaels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of arts and crafts. Yeah, but he was like, if you're going to do an impression, be like Dana Carvey and make it your own. So this guy's also talking about <laughs> SNL. Yeah, <laughs> he's a huge fan of it. Well, it's he's a like, great like, show, especially the Dana Carvey years. You know. <laughs> He's like, go buy some fucking beads, and let me tell you about Dana Carvey, because I'm an expert. Well, technically, let me tell you about Dana Carvey. My name's Christopher Walken. Nailed it. Now my eyes are open. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to a Dangerous Minds type school. Yeah. So, well, in my school, I was in pre-Dangerous Minds school. like Pre, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I, then I, it was a thing like I wasn't able to go. You probably you guys went to Washington because the Midwest and the East Coast, they did Washington, D.C. trips in eighth grade. Did your school do that? Yes. Yeah, our school yeah. did too, but I didn't get to go because I was in this thing. Uh, and then like I wasn't even going to classes. They just brought the books to me. And it was like this weird thing. I didn't wow. know what was going on. So it's like, Rick, you could stay here or... Uh, or the other thing is you have to go to pep and then if you get out of pep you could and i don't really remember if i made this decision or that's just the logistics that were offered to me and the decision was made for me but ninth grade i went to this i went to dangerous minds and you you went to pep for how many years uh, uh, half of ninth grade. Oh, got um, it. Got it. Uh, a lot of times people are there the whole time. I didn't know how long I was going to be there, yeah. but they, they said, okay, you could go. But it was, uh, like in each classroom, there was a teacher, an assistant teacher and a, res- a classroom restrainer. Ours was Gomez. And that was for when people was like, fuck you, Mr. Turner or whatever. And he would like, hold people on the ground. People were j- first floor, but they're jumping out of windows. Wait, were you just like uh, acting up in school and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I mean, you were more verbally acting out, and then so you got kind of thrown I was, in. I, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I, I only remember the way I remember it. I know my intentions and who I am, and that, I, I felt like that shouldn't have been happening. But, yeah. but like, I'm in this class before I go to PEP, right? And I'm, I'm not going to classes. I'm literally in this class the whole day. And I'm, you know, you're eighth grade, where you're yeah. hyper, and, and then you're, you test stuff. And they told me, uh, uh, I went to the bathroom, I think, when, and they said, you can't go without, without a pass. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but they said, don't leave your chair for a blah, blah, blah. And they, they put tape around the desk. So I, I, I'm putting my, I'm dipping my toe into the hot sure. tub. You know, I'm, ooh, 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 and you're, I'm putting my. You're 13 years yeah. old. Right. So, and now, now they're getting mad at me because I'm putting my, my, my toe out of the, the tape. So they said, you can't t- you're said your feet can't touch. So I'm, I'm on my knees. I'm an idiot. But like, I don't know. I'm going to go to Pep. Good bit. I, I mean, I'm, here I am on podcast now. <laughs> 
I remember that, and they were they were noting <laughs> noting stuff about me that I didn't know was happening. They, yeah. Do you remember people used to put uh, sit pins through their, their either pick their cuticles uh, yeah. or put it through their fingers, yeah. the dead skin, which is gross, but it was like a thing you did in the late nineties. Yeah. Um, and they they were noting that I, I stabbed myself. Oh, and uh, uh, my somebody at home had tough actin tenactin for athlete's foot. And like canned air, if you turn it upside down and spray it, a cold mist comes out. Uh-huh. And it, it was interesting <laughs> to me because it would come. And then, so I put in my hand and like this white circle would come and then it would disappear. And then the next day I had a little mark on myself. And then they marked that I was burning myself with cigarettes and all these oh, things geez. that I never knew about until after and everyone was meeting. And uh, that on top of me being an idiot. So right. there was some mis- a lot of misunderstandings and also I, me I, leaning into them. Right. I love trying to explain burning yourself. And it's like, no, I'm just doing a thing with a tough act. And <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, it's like somebody was murdered in front of me and, and uh, I'm, ha- I'm standing there. I'm like, no, no, I was just playing with blood. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'll be telling you the truth. I bought some blood, some right. pig's blood. It doesn't look good. It doesn't uh-huh. look good. But okay, so then they get you into pep. Yeah. And then it's like, pep. wait a minute. It's pep. I said pep. You said like pep. Man, he's not getting. Need... He's not getting a fucking vagina. No, test, I said that. That's what it felt like. <laughs> oh, Rick Latzman! Oh, he's interesting already. Yourself. <laughs> Do you need different headphones, dude? Yeah, we'll get you some different headphones. Like, um, I'm saying a bunch of stuff wrong. Uh, I think you said pap smear. I didn't say pap smear. I yeah. didn't finish I, that word. I think you guys have the instincts of calling out the unusual thing, and it's gotten you where you have. And I get that, but every now and then, maybe you cross the line. It's a little much. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah, so why don't you give us a few minutes? Give us, give us a minute. Totally fair. Pap. So that's why you're also there. Poop! More like poop! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We do have fun here. But you're only there for like six months because they're like, wait a minute. Made yeah. a mistake. But then it felt like eight, you know, because yeah. we were younger. Yeah. So in pep is where uh, obviously at a school like that, people are hooping out their assholes. Sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the khakis on with the, with, the, with the zippers that I could turn into shorts, you know, at the knees. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll play some ball. Where are those nowadays? In my closet still. <laughs> I see guys on film crews wearing them. Oh, yeah. Those guys are efficient with how they're dressing. Always. <laughs> Always a black tee and then some kind of cool pant. Yeah. yeah. Comfortable shoes. Yeah. It makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. But like, a lot of things make sense. You know, electric cars make sense. But here we are, guzzling cum, ah, uh, guzzling cum, yeah. uh. <laughs> it's like guzzling cum. <laughs> there is a joke in The Simpsons. Never heard of it. The Simpsons, the, the dudes that run SNL. Oh and, my gosh! And uh, OJ. Uh, Ooh, do not joke about that. No. We're going to cut the commercial. We'll yeah. be right back. Great Twitter follow. What's the problem? What naked gun man? Yeah, I recently rewatched. And right. Airplane, and I, for some reason, I remembered Airplane being a Leslie Nielsen film. He doesn't come in until like 40 minutes. Oh, I remember that as that being that, being that as well. Yeah, right? No, no, That's because it was his breakout to comedy. Yeah, it's mostly oh, that shit. guy, yeah. the pilot. You remind me of him, actually. I'll take it. Who? The, Leslie the, Nielsen. The pilot? No, 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 no. The, pi- the, the, the guy who... I've got to concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. <laughs> yeah. that guy? Oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Huh, I could see that. That scene, when White I was people. a kid, that staying alive scene or the Saturday Night Fever scene. With all the, the, yeah, the shit. I fucking, that was so like the funny. zenith of comedy for me. Yeah, that was a, it's, it's, cra- it's crazy. And I'm, not, I'm talking about Leslie Nielsen more than that scene or that movie in particular, but that time, how g- good. I, there's nobody, I don't think there's any been, been anybody that touches somebody who's that he's the straight man mm-hmm. it, but he's he's not he's, yeah he's 
so big. He's got a joke Huge. in every frame. It's and it's yeah. al- it's almost laugh out loud every every delivery he has. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Because you either have to do one or the other. You can't be both. Yeah, he's able to be. He's the driest, smallest person. With I mean, the jokes are. I mean, don't call me Shirley. It's 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 you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all of his jokes. Yeah, but but uh, uh, what was I saying? I was I brought up oh the Simpsons. Yes. Who yes. gives a shit? It was just a joke. I'll tell it because I think <laughs> yeah, about yeah. it a lot. Um, there's a joke in The Simpsons. The math of it, I've I've since taken and used in everything. But it was the first time I heard or saw something like this, and it blew my mind. It was in the Stonecutters episode where like where uh, uh, Homer was. Oh, I maybe it wasn't Stone. I think it was. Anyway, uh, he he's been following around Lenny and Carl to see what they're doing, and oh, Marge yeah. doesn't want him to do it. And they're at the dinner table, and Homer's like, uh, he gets up, and and Marge goes, "Don't where are you going? Homer? You're not going to go stalk Lenny and Carl again." And Homer goes, "No, no, no, I'm going to." Stalk, Lenny and Carl. Oh, and then you realize he messed it up. I just thought about that with my guzzling cum bit, and it's like, oh, that's just from The Simpsons. The Simpsons. The Simpsons is so good. I met a girl. I haven't even met her yet, but we uh, we've been talking on online. Yeah, and uh, we've been Facetiming, and I. Uh, oh, so you've met her? Yeah, kind of, not in person. I'm, yeah. I'm going to London next week for a couple of weeks, and she lives in London, so I'm going to meet her. Oh, cool. Meet her there, awesome. and. Uh, there's just a very fast connection between her and I, and 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 it's great. And then she she sent me some Simpsons meme, would open up a conversation that she loved the Simpsons. And this is just a theory, but I'm I'm very confident about it, or at least something close to it. I really think like, what am I looking for in a girl or in a friend or whatever? I think it's not a necessity, but growing up loving the Simpsons, I found that the people that love the Simpsons, I connect with better. Right. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, because you guys like, especially if you love it and they love it, you have a sensibility that's the same. But it's yeah. not even point of reference in Simpsons. It is really that that sensibility, yeah. that frequency of it's beyond that. a cultural touchstone. It's just that they, Ooh, you, there's a good. there's a rhythm that you're kind of a frequency that you're yeah. on that I, it kind of defined for me. Yeah, I I did. I was in Ireland and they're fucking. They have this show called Father Ted. Okay, have you heard of that? Mm. Ran for like two seasons there I feel like you've mentioned it before So that's the only reason I know it But I don't know it It ran for I think one or two seasons there I don't know Maybe 10 or 20 years ago And it's endlessly referenced there All the time And people will say jokes from it Do you know any of the jokes from it? No I can't can't remember them But I I even found it online It's fun Like it's See here's where I would show a clip yeah, I'll cut to a little show, clip yeah, and worry that I can't I can't get ads now. But it's like, listen, we got I, you know what's cooler than a million dollars? A billion dollars. You got to get the following first, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you yank the spot when it's uh, when the big boys come in and they want to pay. Yeah, leave it up. You just pay on the future boys. episodes. Yeah, yeah. The big boys, big boys. But they they endlessly reference it, and then it'll like it. In, it they feel like that got their their kind of country's sense of humor. And Weird so that it didn't last longer. Yeah, but I think stuff just doesn't last as long. The way that they do yeah, TV and stuff the, there, they don't do it for the UK 10 too, seasons. right? Yeah, they just—it's got a short little run. Everything has a short order. I, I slipped in the UK too to let people know that I know that Ireland is not part of the United Kingdom. UK as well. Yeah, UK. They love you for it. They love you for it. Good accent. I'm not doing an accent, Pat. What'd you say, Pat? Pat, I'm not doing an accent. And we're back. I, by the way, I'm cutting to commercials and doing the back. You could you put your commercials in there. That's if you what we'll want. do. We appreciate it. Listen, yeah, so far you're perfect. So on far all the, you're doing it. Yeah, all the ad breaks. I feel like by the time this episode comes out, we're not going to have any more ads. Why do you think that is? Did you say the n word in a pre- recent episode? Every episode. Why? 
Not uh, because I'm white. Cut to a clip. Uh, <laughs> just a whole just, bunch of bleeps. Just yeah. screams it. Uh, screams it every time he's on stage. Wait, let's get the b-ball high school b-ball b-ball b-ball. Okay, high yeah. School. So you so, find you find b-ball. Yeah. At, at, Pep, Pep. Yeah. Well, I started playing b-ball at Pep. So when I went back to school and Tim Gilmore nice. said, do you play basketball? I said, that was my biggest fake it till you make it moment. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did. Yeah. And then I started playing basketball with them and, and I wasn't any good, but I had friends. I had friends that weren't just, not that the weird, I had friends. I had friends of people that like went to my school that I knew. And, 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 and there was a kind of like a, there was just a, I was starting to get confident. You're pushing people. My aggre- like I could be aggressive in a way that yeah. people like. And, and, and you got a community. I, I was on my way to one. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, okay. I wasn't conscious of it definitely, but it was starting to be like mutual interests of people. Where like, hey, you want to come do this? I'm invited to places now. Yeah, and then. <clears throat> Were you on the team? So I tried out 10th grade. Now, um, I come back at the end of ninth grade. So I, 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 10th grade, I try out. And the coach, Ship Collins. Um, Sounds like a coach. Right? Great Good coach name. name. Yeah, even his Instagram is motivational as fuck still. <laughs> really? Yeah. I almost where I wonder, like, did something happen? Because everything is like, it doesn't matter what people do to do. As long as you do blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of sober talk. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know if that's what it is. But yes, that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. Which I, uh, come Great. on, uh, follow. Well, why not? Yeah. Followed. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So he, uh, 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 there was uh, two guys, three people on the t- uh, three people that tried out that he said to us, he put us in, pulled us aside and said, listen, you guys are not going to play much, but if you want to, and then one of them said, all right, whatever, and left, and the other t- two of us stayed. And I'm so glad I did, and, and I didn't play much, and, and um, I didn't even have, a, for almost the entire season, I didn't have an away jersey, because they didn't have enough, just buying a jersey, you know, it's, it's actually a good school district, buy the fucking jersey. Yeah, yeah. definitely would, uh, giving a kid a complex to save $20. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, if he didn't keep me on the team, I wouldn't have probably had that momentum to try out sure. the next year, which changed my life, and, and I've since seen him, I went back to school, and I, and I thanked him for that, and um, and it's, it's such a corny thing of going back and like telling somebody you appreciate, you know, what they did. It's a horrible thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, well, just yeah, I'm sure you I, fucking I hate I it. I didn't mean corny, excuse me, a cliche. It's like a cliche, like, like going back, like I'm the president now and look what you offered me. But the truth is basketball was where I first developed confidence and it changed my life in so many ways. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. But, uh, uh, I got uh, very focused on it, and I got re- I got re- I got really good. Uh, our team was great. We had these th- th- these triplet six six black guys. Dad won a championship with the Lakers, and and I was playing the big man under one of these guys. So wow. I'm never getting They're in. Identical triplets. Two of them are identical, and then the other one uh, went to Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cameron Jones. Um, and. Uh, uh, we played against LeBron James in high school. I mean, we were we were a good team, but then in college, uh, I got I got good and I started working out, and that became Did my. Did you life. play college ball? I played in college. One, uh, one, one, uh, one. The recreational championship uh, t-shirts, Division One. Oh, nice! Got wow. to practice with the team, kind of sometimes. You, you know, D one ball in college. That's I cool, play, yeah. Man. I played at D one college. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, where'd you go to school? Kent State. Nice. They had a good team, though, right? Yeah, that was when we were, we were, we were going to the Elite Eight. And, yeah. And um, uh, played uh, against uh, uh, Antonio Gates, which uh, I only know because I play ball with him, but people know him as a football player. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she didn't even play football in college. She was in a basketball team. God, what an athlete. I know. That's awesome. That's how I feel about like what I do like when I step on an improv stage, even though I do stand-up. It's huh. like, yeah. yeah. This guy's a fucking pure athlete. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. People could just tell I'm good at basketball. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Right away. You ever see that guy in a fucking sketch? Yeah, He's got a perfect layup for him. 
Yeah, what? PLF. Uh, uh, so, so you're playing recreationally by the time you get to I college. didn't know it was recreationally. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's literally my job. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm at the rec center. I'm, I'm there after class. So if there's a late class, it ends at five or seven, I guess I'm there till midnight, but usually I'm there at three o'clock. Oh, fucking I'm, hooping I'm, all I'm, I'm day. I'm hooping all day. I go upstairs to get the ch- uh, chicken sandwich or two. I go work out. Uh-huh. Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich? No, at the time. Not the time yet? At the time. I hmm. know. Uh, I mean, also, I was doing grilled back then. Ooh, oh, yeah. You're going grilled? Keeping it healthy yeah. in college. Yeah. How was the dorm food? Uh, Is that what you were getting? I don't remember. You're getting a grilled chick sandwich from the dorm food? I'm getting grilled chicken everywhere I'm going. Everywhere. uh, Grilled chicken. They used to, you know, they called me uh, uh, grilled chicken boy. I don't know. I'm so sorry. No, that's good. No, that's pretty good. That's good. I mean, for improv. Um, But then... (laughs) That um is so Ellen every time I hear it. I remember I saw like a 90s special. Ellen, uh, she would she would let you know that it's time to laugh by, yeah, that's actually really good uh, uh, for a guy that doesn't do improv. Um, uh, it's like, it's, here it is. Here it got burned. So whenever I hear it, I just think that I you're love- Ellen Hack. Hey, man. I take it from her. I'll, I'll give it to her. Which one? Huh? All of them. All my ums, I'll give it to her. Wait, which Ellen are we talking about? Pompeo? Mm-hmm. The one from the uh, the volcano that erupted. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? I don't know anything. Knock on knee. He's talking uh, about... <laughs> why'd you just knock your knee? Is that a tick? What's that? What'd you, what were you doing with your knee there? I'm trying to get, get knocky knees. No, for real. Is that something? Like a... Maybe it is. I don't know. I just I had even, such a specific choice. Yeah, it seemed unconscious. It. What's that? I didn't even see you. Do almost that. like a like slapping your leg, laughing like almost like res, I'm res, being respectful of the guest or something. I think like uh, you know how people do that to their chest, pound their chest. Yeah, I think I was doing it to my knee. <laughs> oh, athletes pound their chest. Comedians pound their knee because <laughs> yeah. it's like a leg, knee slapper. Yeah. yeah, it's a knee slapper. Love it. Like it. Uh, like it. Okay. <laughs> it's not good. Like, Liked it. So then, uh, are you also hitting the gym, working oh, out, yeah. and shit? Yeah. I look good. We'll put up. A, here's where I would put up a picture of me Got in college. Uh, you've, you've gone through varying degrees of ripness, mm. and your gym guy, like uh, with our mutual friend John DeWalt, mm. you guys are big gym guys. Yeah, I and got, that started in college. For John, uh, he he went to the gym with me a few years ago, and then just got addicted, and now he's fucking hot as hell. <laughs> Shout out to John DeWalt, by the way. Yeah, he looks great. That's a fr- that, he was your first guest on the show, and it's a hilarious episode. Thank I you. I loved it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you guys are really funny together. Uh, but so do, for you, the gym though, did that start in college? Yeah, like starting college, start in college, uh, because of basketball and vanity and just that lifestyle of I'm around athletes now. And, yeah. right. and there's a, and there's a g- awesome gym right by this basketball court. And, um, and also there was a big, there was a big, I love basketball in high school. Cause it's, it's where, like you said, I had, I found my tribe, my community. And now, now here I'm in college and it's like, I don't know how to make friends throughout that past. My first television show I got out here um, was a show called Undateable, which was created by Bill, uh, well, show ran by Bill Lawrence. Um, Bill, I met at the Hollywood Improv. I knew he, he talked about basketball. I messaged his assistant every week for, for months to get in this basketball. I finally got in. That's how I got my show. Uh, I've, m- most of my friends still I've met through basketball. Like that's, wow. I guess people golf and they do that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've gotten so basketball has literally been my life for That's so how long. Tiger Woods got in the PGA. Got it. Golf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait. So how, wait, I don't understand the, how the he show played hap- golf and he got in the happened oh, the from show. the basketball. So, so Bill saw me at the improv yeah. and, we, and we talked 
And uh, oh, you talked about basketball. No, well, we, oh, he, just, he just said, "Hey, man, you know, I liked how comfortable you were in uncomfortable moments." And I'm thinking, like, what uncomfortable moments? But I'm like, all right, thanks, man. <laughs> and then uh, we talked, and we talked about ba- basketball. Just comes up, it's, yeah. You know, how's it not just basketball metaphors? Yeah, yeah, it was a great set. Yeah, you know, well, sometimes you got to shoot the ball. You know, whatever it is, you just let people know. Let's talk basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he talked about this this weekly game that he has, and and uh, oh, that he plays in. That he, it's his he game. He has the game. Yeah. Dude. It's his he game. He has it. In Los Angeles, anywhere, but in Los Angeles, I guess because I live here, I feel it's, it's harder, but things are expensive. You, indoor games are tough. And as we get older, it's tougher to play outdoor. I don't like to play, I don't play outdoors anymore. Yeah. So, but an indoor game, you have to, someone has to organize, usually have to rent it, cost money. So when there's an indoor game, it's like, I want to get into this game. Plus, you know, there's that, there's the like, oh, he's, he's a showrunner. This is good. You rub elbows. So yeah. I was like, this is a game I want to get into. So yeah, to uh, network. It, it's in my head. I'm thinking, this is a game I want to get into. So I look at him, I say, this is a game I want to get into. You know what I mean? <laughs> so good. Uh, and he said, yeah, you know, ask my, you know, blah, 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 because they never have more than 15 people. I don't need to get in the logistics, but it's perfect. You never wait more than a game. I've been in this game for years now. And that was where I met. I never, I didn't have an agent. Uh, he sent me an email saying, hey, who's your agent? Uh, I have the show. See if you want, do you, if you want to audition for it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to audition for it. Guys, I know it's getting cooler outside. I mean, we're in October, right? It's starting to cool down. We're thinking about the holidays coming, and you want to stay fit, and you want to stay in your healthy routine going into those holidays because you know that maybe there's a chance you might put on a little bit of them holiday weights, so you might want to lean out a little bit now. Maybe. Or maybe you're just really into your healthy routine, and you want to just keep going with it. But you're having a hard time making sure that you're getting the right vitamins and supplements in your diet every single day. Or you keep running out of certain ones earlier than other ones because They're not in the same amount of packs, meaning you get a big bottle of this, a small bottle of that, and you're not sure that that's um, that they're going to line up correctly. So you got to buy one thing in the middle of October and the next thing in the middle of November. Listen, don't worry about that anymore. Care of takes care of it for you. It's a wellness brand that gives you the right vitamins and supplements for your specific needs. If that means you want glowing skin, more energy, better sleep, you tell them and they'll help you out. How do you tell them? Well, you take a like really short, fun, five-minute quiz. You answer some easy questions about your diet and your lifestyle and your health routine. And guess what? You'll get a re- research-backed recommendation of all of these vitamins and supplements based on your quiz results. So... You'll get a monthly subscription that you can modify at any time, you know, based on what they've uh, uh, recommended for you and what you've started to take and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And you can change those preferences every single month until you get the exact right formula for yourself and you feel good about it. Now, I understand that some of you guys are back at school and college right now and you're, you're, you know, you're not getting the right nutrition, you know, in the quad or whatever. I don't know. You don't eat at the quad, but you know what I mean. Uh, in the cafeteria. I don't know. Just you're back at school. I get it. You have semester goals. I get it. Um, or you're at home and you just need these daily vitamins and supplements to be convenient for you. They've made it the most convenient. It gets shipped right to your house, you guys. And you get these daily packs, which is what I need. 
you know, because I get busy. I throw them in my gym bag so I know that I'm taking the right supplements every single morning. And it's in these daily packs so I don't have to worry about taking a little from here, there, getting little doggy bags, taking a doggy bag to the gym. It just looks weird. I feel weird about it. This way, I have the care of daily packs. I just put that in my bag. I know I've taken the right vitamins and supplements that day. And you know their packaging is also personalized. And their packaging is, come, is you can um, use it in a uh, compost. I was going to say compostable compostable? I don't know. You know what I mean. It's good for the environment is what I'm saying. Also, if you're vegan or vegetarian, speaking of environment, they have those options for you as well to fit your dietary needs. So there's something there for everyone, you guys. Okay. So just take the online quiz, figure out what's right for you. Get these, get this monthly subscription on, get your daily packs on, Get your healthy results on, sleep better on, do all of this better on, okay? And you do it with Care Of. Now, for 25% off your first order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Dumbbells, D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S. You go to TakeCareOf.com, enter Dumbbells, and you'll get 25% off your first Care Of order. Did you hear me? 25% off. Your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and entering dumbbells. Do it. Take care of yourself. So you did. You you found your you found a little currency with this basketball. It was something that you were passionate about that yeah. you could play, and then it it, it helped That's kind so of cool. bridge the gap for you to meet people. That's and, what I was right. So when I would go in college, when I would go to the rec center, it's like I don't know anybody. So you play, and I I need to be good so people want to ask me to play. One, I want to play more and be liked, and also. There's so many, like you have to wait four or five games. Everyone's waiting. So it got, there, was, uh, there was a couple of years when I would go down there and there were people that were next to me like, I got Glassman and I'm just like inside. I'm, oh my God, you know, I have friends, but like, I'm, it's, you know, I'm squinting. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, let me stretch. You know, and just but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got to skip the line. I'm squinting. Yeah. You know, you squint when you're, you know, yeah, you yeah, squint yeah. when people and want you. you don't care. Is that yeah, when you yeah. look like that? you don't care? I can't hear you. I got to close my eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's esteemable getting picked like that. Yeah. It feels, feels good. I got Glassman. Sounds great. Yeah. 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 I, uh, what? What? Dude. I was taking a pause. What no, do you got? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And we're going to cut the commercial. Oh, again? We're doing a lot of ads. You were doing a lot one. of ads. I'm we're actually good. going to, uh, I'm going to um, have you guys sponsor my podcast one. So when you cut to it, I'm going to like to do a 30-second clip. I don't oh, know what you God. guys charge. I'll do 500 bucks or something. Yeah, 500 bucks. And then put in so we can pick that up at the end and, and put it in one of the commercial things. Um, Sure. All right. Okay. want to throw it in now? And we're back. Uh, yeah, I could do it now. Okay. Great. Well, you, what, you, you hey, around? this is uh, Eugene and Ryan here, the Dumbbells. Hey, we guys. want to remind everybody that's out there listening to check out Take Off Your Shoes podcast. Take with Your Shoes Off podcast. What did I say? Take Out? Take Off. Take- I could do it. Well, yeah, go ahead. Take your shoes off. Ryan, I got it. He really likes doing his own thing. Uh, so insulting, but also <laughs> spot on. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing? It's Rick Glassman here from Take Off Your Shoes. What is it? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> got insecure because he said he likes to do his own thing and didn't want to commit to it. <laughs> 100%. It already was good, though. It was. It was like, already better it than It was already mine. better than anything mine, that we mine, stumbled through. 
Mine was like, uh, this guy's going to fall through the ice. <laughs> so you can't even really enjoy the skating that I'm doing because you're worried about me falling through the ice. Well, you know, you're assuming you have an empathetic crowd. A lot of people go to NASCAR to see people fall through the ice. That's true. Ooh, NASCAR. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Go on. Hmm? You seem to have really lit up when I brought up NASCAR. Maybe you want to talk about it? Yeah, I just, I don't really know that much about, except for the movie Cars. What about Days of Thunder? You ever seen that? You know what? I haven't. You never seen Days no. of Thunder? God, good? Can, I like it. It's huh. not good, but, but I Reynolds. like it. No, that's driven. No, Days of Thunder is Burt Reynolds. No, it's not. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Randy Quaid, uh, Robert Duvall. But uh, Burt Reynolds is in Driven with uh, Sly Stallone and uh, Kip Pardue. (laughs) Any of those names sound fun to you? (laughs) Can you do a good Kip Pardue impression? Kip Pardue? Close Uh, your eyes. I'm closing. Go ahead. Okay, closing your eyes. And uh, I'm going to inappropriately touch somebody under the sheets and sounds topical. Sounds yeah. like that's what he did. But I don't <laughs> yeah. know. And I literally, he could, he could be a, he could be a can't, couldn't think of one thing. Yeah. If, <laughs> even could. if you would have just spoken your normal voice, I would have been like pretty good. Yeah. He, he uh, played sunshine and uh, remember the Titans. Ah, yes, of yeah. course with the hair. Right. Yeah. Yep. But he also did get uh, in trouble for being inappropriate on set. I can't do that. If you can be inappropriate, wait until you're offset. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the saying comes from. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Offset. Well, if you're going to be inappropriate, wait till you get offset. Oh. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. where it came. Yep. 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 Uh, great. Take your shoes off podcast. Ooh, you can take find your it on YouTube you, or you could go to rickglassman.com and pick up a shirt for 30 bucks. They cost 30 me bucks. like, it cost me so much cause I'm direct to garment. I haven't figured it out what yet. What was it? 15 for you to make? Uh, shipped. I'm in the 20 range. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, catch yeah. up on those episodes. Bobby Lee, a lot of fun. He's <clears> a great guest. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. We really got, I got Blake Griffin. I don't know when this is coming out, but that's oh, the next shit. one coming out. Real good one. Okay. Yeah. This is where you, you guys had a little beef, right? Yeah. Blake and I had some, so Blake and I, uh, real beef. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me what? I went back to my pep days. <laughs> <sighs> you got to have fucking Gomez come in and fucking yeah, tackle man. your keep ass, you, dude. Keep you at, at bay. Restrain you. I was boss. never restrained once. In fact, I earned so many gold stars that I got. I, I that you could buy stuff with your stars. Uh huh. <laughs> like, like cigarettes. A, they had a, uh, <laughs> 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 everyone had every, at that school. Everyone had the cigarettes in the sleeve yeah. rolled up already. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go. Keep going. Go. Uh, that's such. Those are so two really good jokes, and I, I want to keep going. And I'm sorry. I, I just. I'm. I, sometimes I get taken Ooh. aback in, as, as a fan. You know. <laughs> That was so so strong. That was so fast. This is why I think you didn't have friends when you were little. How no, would you yeah, develop man. that? Um, I talked a lot. Yeah. I think I talked too much to too many people. Right. That it just kept going. I'm like, hmm. Did people think you were annoying? No. Well, my voice was very high as a child. He was also, also was like t- small. Yeah. I was like four, like four foot, like eight until like my junior year of high school. Four eight, dude. Yeah, really. Four ten. Yeah, you were really under five foot. Under five foot. I hit five foot probably my sophomore year of high school, and then like got to like five seven, which I am now. Like my in a year. year? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's like def- we had to go check, go to the doctor, and make sure that my like growth plates hadn't fused yet. Like that was it, like I was done growing. They're, they're that's what happens at a certain age. Your growth plates fuse. Yeah. Close up shop. Close up shop. And, and then that, that pituitary it. gland cuts out too. It's like, I'm good. Yeah. And what happens with the pituitary gland cuts out? You're not getting any uh, more growth. Your growth hormones significantly. Could diminishes. you get growth hormones injected? You can, but if the plates are shut, then doesn't right. matter. That's where the saying comes from. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
So, so you talked a lot, but you were a little guy, so people were just like, they thought you were a novelty. Yeah, it was like, um, you know, like the um, cartoon where there's the big bulldog and then the spike. You <laughs> I know, love like, that one. Yeah, that was like me, like the little guy. Nah, I don't know, guys. Yeah, and then they, one of them's going after an actual panther, and the other one keeps thinking that Sylvester is the panther that the other one's scared of. Mm. And then he beats the shit out of Sylvester. Yeah. Pull the clip. What's that? <laughs> Pull the clip. <laughs> were, you, did you, were you popular? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did, were you like prom king? Um, not quite. Court? But I was like, um, no, because I went to like an all boys Catholic school and shit in high school. So there wasn't that kind of shit. Going were there girls you didn't have a same sex prom there? Uh, same sex prom, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was an all girls school like across a bridge. Did you hook up with any of them? Yeah, I was. Uh, that's where the theater classes were. So I was in theater. But you were in theater because you liked theater, or was that a way to meet both? It yeah. was only. I was also trying to do sports, but my sister was a little bit older than me, and she was varsity everything at that all girl school, and I couldn't get on a single squad of anything. What sport was your was your number one? Uh, I tried to play some basketball and at, at, at under five foot. Yeah, it was impossible. I had to be so, and I wasn't fast. All right, you have to be so quick, so He's, quick, and my shot had to be bananas. Good. My he said shot his was sister was var- his sister was a star athlete. Too. My sister, yeah, my sister was like varsity everything her freshman year on. Was she tall? No. She just was fast and coordinated fast and, and coordinated bananas, bananas ability. She played, yeah, she played goalie in soccer, and she was like the smallest person in the Dexterous. Could she have, what was her vertic- high vertical? Pretty high, yeah. Oh, she pretty? She seems like she'd be pretty. Yeah, beautiful woman. Uh, but. What's her Instagram? Shout it out. Um, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> huh. I don't know what it is. It's like her is name with like a, a bunch of numbers. She priv? She is private. Private drive? Um, but she, the only thing that she didn't get to do her freshman year was she auditioned for the play and didn't get in. But I don't know if that's because time-wise she couldn't do it or whatever. So then when I was in high school the next year, I was like, ooh, I'm going to try this play thing that she doesn't do. Hmm. And, and you got it. And, that's, and I got it. It was West Side Story. So, I mean, that was the only one of color that was even close to playing a Hispanic. And at, and at that time. I mean, I'm white now. Yeah. Eugene can sing, too. And I, I wanted to, to hear it. the theme of your, song, of your show. It's very catchy, and I know Eugene could sing it. Who does the theme? Do you know Casey Abrams? It sounds super familiar. You guys, is it you playing the piano? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember because we were both doing it. When oh, I think okay. think that version, I'm almost positive that version is him. Okay, but we came up with it together. I remember even sitting. I mean, it was him. He's the musician. He's the one who did it. But I remember sitting there with him and like we were on the piano. We were trying to figure stuff out for it, and then um, we were just. I love when he scats. So let me. It's like just yeah. Uh, Please, a it, Eugene will love because Eugene's a music. I, will, guy. I would love to hear you do it. Actually, I would love to maybe have you uh, have you do it one time. Yeah. Um, uh, do you guys edit this at all? Nope. No, no. But don't worry about it. People like seeing what goes on behind this. Well, they the don't scenes. see it. That's the thing. Like, well, a lot of people Rick, see with their ears. Eugene, <laughs> Rick is trying to tell us that people would see stuff more if we had video, but we don't want to do that. Bullshit. Video. That shit's not what we do. No. We don't. We're we're stricken to the we're stricken to the ears. Stricken to the ears. We're stricken to the ears. Everybody knows we're stricken yeah, to the ears. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows we're stricken to the ears. Everybody knows we're stricken to the ears. Everybody knows we're stricken to the ears. Um, oh, I got it. Let's hear it. Oh, scatting. Straight scat. Oh, yeah. 
So we're sitting there after we get to the piano lick. We're sitting there. I love it. And I, and I like him scat and he's doing stuff. And and I'm giving. It's the most. If I recorded this, it's the most ridiculous controlling shit. But I'm like, okay. And I'm I'm scooty. And I'm like, yeah, but and blabbity. Yeah, but I'm I'm literally trying to find the words for him and with him. And like, I want it to be more like a like scooty scootily be. Like, I'm like try to treat it like a conversation. And he's just being so nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like, I think like if we get scooty scootily blue, like I think it should rhyme. Um, and man. then at the end he goes, oh yeah, and it doesn't rhyme. I'm like how great, how great! Like we set up this pattern. Like people are, you know what I mean? And it's 45 minutes of like figuring out the words for literally no words. Oh my gosh! I'm so happy with it. He sounds so good. It's great. And he every version he did because like I'm I'm picking them and trying to everything. It's just like he's just listening. Like like okay, I'll try scoop. D instead of scoot blah or whatever. Yeah. And they're just all sound so incredible. That's so funny. I have this romantic idea of this, my podcast becoming um, more like successful to where I start doing live shows. Yeah. And I have him as a band uh, come oh, up and, cool. and be, be a bigger part of it than just the opening song, but have like a long version of it and just like have that weave in and out of it. Oh, that's cool. Live music is a tough sell though. Yeah. That's the only problem. What, what do you mean? People hate Are you making live a joke music. because they hate it? What's that? You're making a joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Funny stuff, man. <laughs> I don't have a strong enough point of view to get it, that that's not true or it is true, but I'm like, oh, I guess people go to music. Uh, also, he, he's in this, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Postmodern Jukebox. Have you guys heard of that? No. no. It's amazing. Check, it's on, it's, they tour all over, I think, the world, at least not the country, but it's on Instagram. They're, they're pretty big. They, they have these amazing musicians, and a lot of them you'll be like, you recognize them from. Postmodern Jukebox. Postmodern Jukebox. They uh-huh. take current songs, and they make them from like, into like 50s style oh. Oh, that's uh, cool. Both in the arrangement and also the videos they do with the, with the dress and the wardrobe and full band like the horns and the strings and it's gorgeous. Oh wow! And he's now part of that and tours with them. And uh, it's good to hear real instruments. It's and it's yeah. there's something really so what, cool like they're about like it. turning a Drake song into like a yeah. 50 song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Throwing some cool. horns. Like they, they, on they it. make a lot. Of, they turn a lot of things into swing. Oh, uh, fun. and also the the, the 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 artists that sing them like they even put that that effect that. It feels theatrical in a way that's it's supposed to be, yeah. like whatever yeah. it is. But it's not. It's like the theme of it, and it's uh, they've over the past like year or two. It's it's gotten. I followed them before Casey was part of it. Now Casey's part of it, and because I I saw I listened to one of their songs and I heard Casey's voice. I'm like, whoa, he's and now he tours with them. So when they're, when they're in L.A., I, I want to go to a show. Man, I can't wait to listen to some music where we were not all equal. What does that mean? Huh? <laughs> what does that? Wait, I don't understand. We were not all equal. Oh, you just talking about a time in America where 1950s. Yeah. There's civil rights. Oh, well that's really- what's so that's what's so great about it. It's 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 basically it's it's commentary on look what it could have been. Crazy. Ah, well because most well of these done. people aren't white, obviously. I, love it. Well I can't done. I do want to listen to it. Though. So can I hear you do that 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 version? you want to hear it again? Do you scoop B Scoop Ba Is it a B? Is it scoop D bubba, Scoop D Bubbity Blee Bubbity Blue scoop Is it blue? D. Bobbity Boo or Bobby Blue? It's Blobbity Blue. Blobbity Blue. Scoot D, which rhymes with the first one. Scoot. Oh, wait. Uh, scoot. Oh, Scoot Do. Oh, right. I got it. Right, as if to set up for a Bobbity Blee. Yes. And then he, goes, a, then, oh, he, yeah. then he goes, oh, yeah. And it's just like, I was just, I, when he did the oh, yeah, my mouth opened. Because not only does the oh, yeah sound so good, it's like, I, I'm thinking like, what a breaking pattern. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is catchy as hell. <laughs> Can I hear, will you do it with him? Yeah. Scoot do. 
Blabbidi-doo scoop Oh yeah I, I went to falsetto Just so we're not screaming in here You gotta That's a big risk To try and hit that Huge And yeah Live Yeah that's, you can a, do multiple that's takes. a scratchy yeah. Yell he, he hits it It's yeah. a little, little uh, Puts a little uh, English on it Yeah Puts a little Springsteen in it A little Springsteen Yeah but that's Springsteen That's just a, a little step. clip From uh, Rick Glassman's podcast oh, Take yeah. your shoes off Out on YouTube iTunes Spotify Everywhere you can find podcasts <laughs> Uh, but let's talk about a little bit more about this fitness journey then, my okay. man. Oh, oh yeah. So we can we can jump ahead now. So you've yeah, recently now. gone through shoulder surgery. Uh, so I heard. Oh shit. Yeah. So I heard. About, I don't know. It's been a problem for years. Even in college, I, I kind of slowed down at the end of college by working out. Mm. Um, and I've just been in and out of it's okay. And then I would work out for months, and then it would hurt. I would stop for a year, and and I tried. Uh, I had multiple PRP injections. Y'all know what that is? Yeah, plasma rich, platelet rich plasma. Platelet yeah, plasma, they take your blood, yeah. they spin it down to take the incidentally the growth. Coincidentally, I never know which one to use the growth hormones, never and, used and um, they inject it into whatever the injury is. Uh, and it's supposed have to you help. heard of this before? It I was have. really hot for a while. It's questionable as to whether or not it works. Yeah, this, it's it's still being done. I think it. I think it. I How did be- it feel for you? It didn't do much for me, yeah. but I, the thing is, PRP is, I'm using it for, for a tear and for arthritis problems. If you, you, you want to use it in something like, if you pull a muscle or something that would take X months to heal, it will help the healing process uh, speed along. Basically, after you've already gotten the treatment done. Yeah, like, like heat and ice brings blood flow and massages. It's basically just a glorified bringing blood flow. That's my thought on it, where... This isn't a, this isn't, you know, it's not stem cell. Yeah. Incidentally, I also then got, um, I did a bone marrow harvest, uh, from my, from my hip for, for stem wow. cells and, and, and wow. growth hormones. Yeah. And had that because I was trying to avoid surgery and, and I went through multiple. Was physical. that painful? It didn't feel good, but like, it, it, you know, <laughs> it was, it was okay. Like I'm in there, I'm asking questions. I'm getting laughs, you know, oh, 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 oh. you know, it was, it was, it was okay. Um, if somebody, if there was a girl there that I wanted to impress, I would want her to watch my face and I could have not squint, you know, like made a face for yeah. it. Okay. That's what, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that clears it up. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, t- I took a vo- volume. They asked me to take one. They said you should take one. So, that, so I Ubered there, and then I had somebody pick me up. Yeah. And she drove me through Burger King breakfast because I'm never up for that anymore. And French toast sticks are like my fave. Wow, you're done by 10, the 10 o'clock hour? I think I did it at like 7. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so and the, you know that it, it's done at 10? I think all of the breakfast stuff McDonald's is done McDonald's is 24. Oh, or it is? As they long as the restaurant's it. open. No, it is. Yeah, they, they, it's oh, recent-ish, yeah, yeah. though. In years. the last like, couple years? Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, so then you get you got some marrow harvested. It made it feel better. It helped the inflammation, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Started hurting again. Uh, and in December of, of last year- Which shoulder, by the way? Left shoulder. Uh-huh. December of last year, I had shoulder surgery. And I- uh, To I, what? To arthroscopic? What? Yeah. They, they took out the bursa sac. They shaved down my bone. They cleaned up shaved the labrum. Yeah. They just, you know, they just- And he said, you should have done this years ago. It was a mess, which made me feel good because I, I was, wasn't sure if, if I should have done it. So and there's now, a bunch of things- Diagnosis? Kind of, You're a pussy. <laughs> there's nothing there's wrong a bunch with of it. Just like things just floating around. In yeah. There. Just yeah. a Jewish body. I, have, <laughs> I had shoulder elbow surgery a few years ago. I have arthritis in my right elbow. I just, when I played ball, the combination of my body and just, I was literally throwing myself everywhere. I'm just hitting the ground and just, this is how people are going to like me. So that didn't even hurt. Yeah. You know you what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. We also, went for it. Also, you described a, an almost obsessive amount of devotion to it. So that you could be dealing with some repetitive stress stuff, you know? 
you're I, going like yeah. every free minute you have, you're yeah. going and fucking. You're playing from three to midnight. Yeah. And and honestly, like my my peers who are who are better than me are saying, you know, it's you relax. Pull it back. Pull it back. <laughs> yeah. Relax. You know. <laughs> But no, it's like no. I need to, I need to hold on to. I, there was definitely some subconscious. Uh, I mean, still, I talked about this name dropping. I guess a little bit is on the Take Your Shoes Off podcast two weeks ago. Dax Shepard, yeah, and we talked about something that I never knew about until he explained this to me a while ago, which is this idea that we all create this narrative for ourselves, and oftentimes it's subconscious. And mine, a big part of it is. People value me because I'm a good basketball player. Like I said, we got Glassman. So my idea is you got to come in, you got to play hard, you got to play physical. Incidentally, later in my life, I'm in this game with this game with Bill still. And there was an issue where Bill asked, said, some of the guys don't want to play with me anymore. And I actually stopped going for a few weeks. And then I came back because that same thing that I thought was my value of how good I play. Meanwhile, now I'm playing with 50-year-old comedy writers who are just like trying to get away for a little bit and I'm stepping over them and bodying them up and it's just like, Rick, fucking relax. (laughs) But I have this idea people are going to like me if I'm strong and aggressive and good. Dirty in the paint. And that's what we were talking about with with Dax. He brought up, he he has this idea that people value him because he's a great driver. And he is. He's cool. He does all of his stunts, motorcycles, back stuff up and he's just cool. But he talked about how like, he now, like when he directed his movie Chips, he yeah. did all of his own stunts. And he talks about how if I do something, we have to stop production, like how selfish that was. But this is where I think people like me. And then he had to check in. He's like, all the people in my life, I, I have this idea that one of the main reasons they like me so much or they love me is because I'm a good driver and how ridiculous that sounds out loud. But this idea that this is where the value comes from. So yeah, so I was obsessive. Like my self-worth, I, I don't, I don't want to speak for you guys, but for myself and a lot of my comedian friends, you have to be funny. That's why people like you. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, I'm still trying to calibrate when I'm supposed to, turn, or at least being aware of how to turn it off. Yeah, it's funny, but it's exhausting. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> but this is why people like me. So I have to show this. I have to show this. Yeah. And that I had no awareness of that. And uh, yeah, it was just that ball is life mentality was so real. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, just saying it like now out loud, it's like, fuck, yeah, all of that stuff. Do you talk about the narrative thing? Yeah. What do you think yours is? I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, know what, um, I don't know what it is now well, compared had, to like, what it But was. you had a major fitness transformation. I did, yeah, yeah. Because well, Eugene you, you, wasn't in shape for a while. I mean, he always exercised, but he wasn't in shape shape. Yeah, when I, was four, when I was 4'10", I was 4'10". <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say when I was 4. Like, <laughs> I, wasn't even, I was barely lifting. When I was, when I was, was four, 4, I was not lifting weights. I, I, Dude, my knees were, were all, Macros were all my fucked macros up. macros were all four. fucked up. No, when I was in high school and stuff, when I was like 4'10", I was probably 4'10", height and width. Like, I was just like a little ball. <laughs> I was like an a, like a angry bird. And what happened? Um, uh, nothing why'd for a you while. Fi- why'd you find fitness? Uh, I think, well, I mean, there was things that I was involved with that were fitness-based. Like, I got really into, like, Muay Thai and all that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. But do you still do that? I do, yeah. But um, As but, we could cut to a clip. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Kicking it back. And doing all that kind of stuff, I love, and I, and I do it. But I think my body wasn't where I wanted it to be as I was focused on that stuff from a from an athletic point of view from not an athletic a vanity point of, view. point of view and then from the vanity point of view i was never like when i did grow to be the fantastic height of five seven and for the rest of my life i leaned out a little bit but it was still stocky dude and i was you know for work i was never gonna be the fat guy 
What do you mean? You're saying you made a choice not to be. Well, yeah, and I was like not big enough. You weren't fat enough yeah, to be fat guy. I was not fat enough to be fat guy. I was just kind of like out of like just out of shape guy. It's funny how you think about that from a casting standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd have to get a little fatter if I was going to be the fat guy. to be the fat guy. or <laughs> really limiting to... myself. Plus, an yeah, ethnic no. fat guy is a very specific. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah. was like three There's no there. Paul yeah. Blart ethnic version. No, no. Wow. There's Mencia. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, so there, there really wasn't something work-wise for that. And it also, every time I was doing Muay Thai and getting into the health stuff, it felt great. So then I went pretty hard you know and then you saw pictures i saw pictures of myself letting myself go or like getting too big into this or that and i was just like i don't want to do that so then are you still training he was like smoking cigarettes and eating like chips and shit yeah like potato chips like going i know what kind of chips i was going crazy on these things called potatoes he's going wild on potato (laughs) chips what what kind of chips did you think i thought man fucking you like you're talking about veggie sticks no not veggie sticks (laughs) i thought you meant those are sticks you're thinking funyuns you're not talking about potato chips those are the main kind of chips you're thinking bugles (laughs) yeah 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 you're thinking you're thinking pringles even i I was picturing a potato chip but anyway you're thinking pringles yeah 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 Bell Babies, you guys are out there in the world emailing us, DMing us on Instagram, Facebook messaging us, tweeting at us, asking us, what is the best protein powder for me? And then you list your specific needs. We love those emails. We love those tweets. We love all those stuff. But guess what? We can't recommend that for you because we don't have the capabilities of doing that. Stanger doesn't know how to use his email address and obviously doesn't know how to use the internet. He barely can speak on most of our podcasts. So, and, and I just, um, you know, um, I just don't, and I can't. Let's be honest. I just can't do it. I can't do it as well as one place that we have discovered that does it phenomenally, and that's gainful. Gainful knows that protein powder shouldn't be one size fits all and that everybody has different needs. So they have protein blends that are specific to you based on your body, based on your fitness goal, based on your dietary restrictions and based on flavors that you like. And that's what they did for me too. And that's why I take my gainful protein every single day. Yeah. And you can get yours, too, with a special offer if you go to Gainful.com slash Dumbbells. And you can get your own personalized protein powder. Now, how do they personalize it for you? You take a five-minute quiz at Gainful.com slash Dumbbells, and you find out your own personal protein blend. I took the quiz. Super easy. They knew that I was keto-based. They knew that um, I was looking to just focus on leaning out and not putting on weight. And they made sure that I got everything I needed. Plus, you know... Since I subscribe to Gainful, I get my free unlimited one-on-one access to my registered dietitian. So if I do have questions, I ask them. And you know what? We've said it. I don't know a lot of stuff. So I ask a lot of questions, and they give me those answers very well. But anyway, Gainful calculates the results, and they, give, they tell you exactly what goes in your personalized protein powder that has your name on it, by the way, and why it's in there. And then you get flavor sticks because it's unflavored and you put the flavor sticks in. So I put in my cafe mocha. I put in my butter, my butter, my peanut butter cup. Sorry, I'm talking. There's no butterfly flavor, um, but I'm floating right now on life. 
Also, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to try cookies and cream next because um, I like that flavor. But guess what? I don't always have to use it because it's a flavor stick, baby. You could pick up to four flavors, so, you know, it's up to you. I stick to the two. I'm going to add a third, adding cookies and cream, putting that in the mix, maybe making my own concoction. Either way, it's getting delivered right to my house because Gainful, Gainful gets their protein powder straight to my door every couple weeks because I'm on a monthly subscription, so I know exactly how much protein powder I'm getting every month, and I'm taking it like crazy. Anyways, you can get your own personalized protein powder from Gainful today. Right now, Bell Babies get a special offer. They get $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder. And that's only if you go to gainful.com slash dumbbells. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash dumbbells for that $15 off. Don't wait. Get to it. You're asking us. Well, do it yourself. Go to gainful.com slash dumbbells for your special offer right now. Uh, but anyways, then went through that journey and like switched my life around and like, you know, started training regularly. And Do you compete in, 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 in fights? No. Did you ever? Uh, I was training to fight and then um, it, was, it wasn't in the cards. He's getting During, bloody, you make bloody noses in auditions. Yeah, I was, uh, I was showing up to... Uh, this is while I was already acting, and I was showing up to stuff oh, after oh. I was sparring. And, um, and <laughs> then my, um, that casting person and my agents were like, you got to stop. And then also my wife, my um, girlfriend at the time, my wife now, was just like, you can't... I do not want you to fight. Did you ever get into a real fight uh, after you had learned, to learn that? And like, it was, no, I used to get in fights before that. Right. Wish I knew all of that oh, stuff. Man, that'd have yeah. been awesome to really fucking kiss the shit out of somebody. I would love to have killed a man. You <laughs> well, know what I mean? I don't know. Is that what you meant? Fucking Mm-mm. kill somebody. Just, it would have been so fun. That would have been hot. And this podcast is dark. Nah, <laughs> man, it's real. Yeah. And we're going to cut to commercial. Uh, no, we're not. Yeah. We're going to stay in it. We're, yeah, staying we're, <laughs> we're staying on the horn. Um, but yeah, so that like, but I don't know what my narrative would be. I don't know what people... I, I guess that's part of my narrative, though, is like, I feel... I, I think I would be stressed if I let myself go. I mean, th- but that would be for me. But yeah, I also feel like... being in shape. Yeah. yeah there's I, a difference between, between um, uh, uh, avoid, like, our insecurities. I mean, they're, they're not mutually exclusive, but there's a difference between an insecurity and things that you want to show about yourself because of what you feel your self-worth is and what, you, what you're proud of versus... Like, you're, everybody needs to know you're great at basketball. Like, it's a difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, I want to be great, and I am. Let me show you. Like, yes, I, I, I'm yes, pushing yes, it. I'm yes. forcing it. And also, maybe I'm, I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm 70 years old. But, you know, <laughs> I, this idea. So, like, this, the, I, I, it's, it's like, if you're ever triggered for something, like, oh. if somebody were to say to me that, like, dude, you're not funny, I, I would handle it better. I'd be like, okay, you, you don't get it. But if someone said, uh, you can't hoop, I would be like, it would... It would break you. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it would be, what the fuck are you talking... Yeah, it would definitely trigger me. I would yeah. then, then let's play. Indoors only. <laughs> you know, like, I, I have to show you... I mean, yeah. an hour to warm up and it, stretch. Well, do you think yeah, that, at least. that... Because I'm sure this was similar for that episode with Dax when you guys talked about this. Is it because that has been such a big part of your life yeah. for so long? That I, that- I've been val- I was validated with it, so it it, yes. it, it, had, it took on its own worth, and it became it's my identity instead of just yeah. this thing that I did. It's like this is 
I mean, for me, I'm finally, I went from, I went from, sorry, man, I'm busy to, we got Glassman because of basketball. Yeah. So I got, everyone needs to know how good I am, you know, and, and let me shove it down your fucking throat until you can't stand me. You you know what that might be for me then? If, if I'm thinking about that and what the trigger or like the thing that made me is when people ask, go like, um, well, Eugene's a comedian. I'm like, no, 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 I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. is the thing for me because acting was my thing first and then I found comedy and I love comedy but when somebody calls me a comedian I don't think th- I, I go like no no, like no. It's, no it's, you, you don't you're, you're putting me in one you're putting me in one you. place I totally yeah, yeah, yeah. get that when someone asks when someone calls me an actor I, even though the, the majority of the money I've made professionally has been from acting instead of stand up I go I'm a comedian yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Because you've put all of that hard work into yeah. being a comedian. Comedian has gotten me acting work. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also, yeah. Who gives a shit? Who's but it's, got, it's yes. literally the exact but opposite like, as if what, one is better. But I was just wondering, like, when you were like, oh, this triggers me to do this moment. I'm like, oh, what yeah. is that for me? And that's totally that. I, I had a weird thing where playing, like, I played football and I played in college. So I played in an elite level. Where'd and you play in college? At Cal, Berkeley. Cool. Pac-12, yeah. And so, and I, I mean, I, I went there. It was all I did. I got a lot of credit for doing that. And people, it, people would give me respect just for doing that. And I right. spent all my time doing it. And then I was done. So then that's completely removed from, there's not really anywhere where you can show somebody you're good at tackle football (laughs) unless unless you're you're fucking playing it. Yeah. So it really offered just tackling people, (laughs) (laughs) forming up on people and like fucking rouse or some shit. But like it offered up, it it offered nothing. No, no. And then when I got into acting and comedy, like nobody gave a fucking shit about it all. Every once in a while, you'd meet somebody that kind of liked sports. Yeah. But really it was like, you know, if I went and told my people in my, UCB 201 class that I took with Rick uh, taught by Brian Finkelstein. Adam Devine was also in the class. But if I told people in that class that like, hey, I played football at Cal, nobody fucking cared. Yeah. And so it kind of humbled me and it forced me to like look outside of that outside as an like for a different identity or find something you else. Still, I mean, you literally have a fitness podcast. You are one of the hottest comedians that, that exists. Yeah. I mean, you still have connected. Unless this- Adam Devine is still into it. He, uh, Adam has gotten in some good shape, but he, Adam is in good shape for a comedian. You are, you're a comedian if you look at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're uh, jacked. Oh yeah, he gets the question of, you're a comedian? Yeah, which yeah. is a cool thing. It's kind of like the opposite of like when you see Woody Harrelson and White Man Can't Jump and it's like, he doesn't play ball and then watch this. You have that thing, but it's like the best version of it because it's the I, hot well, guy. Well, it's very nice. I appreciate that. I, I'll say what it really does for me is people don't expect me to be funny at all. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, then, I just have to, so then I just have to be kind of funny and they're like, oh shit, dude. Yeah. Guy fucking did a Star Wars reference. Yeah. It's hilarious. And, and then... <laughs> And that's it's where you amazing. live. You live right in kind of funny. Yeah, kind of mediocre. Yeah, yeah. But, but good like, for you. I think you're so funny. You're good well, for bless, your type. Bless up. Bless up. Bless up. God bless up. God sure. bless up. I underpromise and overdeliver based on my looks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, it's, the identity, especially like as a kid, like I'm seeing now, I have an eight year old. It's so important to kids that they find like some kind of identity. Yeah. But it's just it's where where it's positive and where it can be limiting is is an interesting line to kind of walk. Well, when you're finding your identity uh, outside of yourself, when you when it, when you're when you see something that you like and that you want to be part of, that's great. We all need to be inspired, and all we are is the patterns and things that we've seen. But 
But if you could find a way of, of taking that and making it your own, I think that's when, I think that happens for people when they become 30 years old, just yeah. re- realizing who, you, what you take all the, all the ingredients that you've been stealing and you say, all right, these are the ones I am for better or worse, kind of an acceptance of it. I remember when I, uh, I remember when I was, I don't remember the feeling I had. I just remember this happening and the feeling I have now of it. But it was on a, on a bus, and I'm not part of this. I'm watching it happen. And somebody is talking. Somebody has the Spider Man. This is pre Iron Man. Pre, you know, this is when superheroes are not cool. Got you know, it. at yeah, like yeah. 12, 13 years old, if you're still playing with action figures, you're not cool. Right. Um, <laughs> I am an action figure guy. I remember watching this from that point of view. And somebody had their Spider Man uh, binder, folder, whatever, and liked it. It was showcasing it. And somebody walks up and is like, You like Spider Man? And he said, No, 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 it's just a folder. And, oh. I, and I'm just looking at now thinking, like, the pro- liking something, not liking something doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's the shame or the embarrassment. Yeah. Because I want people to think I do like this or I don't. And uh, the, the difference is we all like the things we do and we find stuff. But once you accept that this is what it is, if, 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 if somebody said, yeah, you like Spider-Man, he goes, yeah, Spider-Man fucking rocks. That guy has no fodder anymore. But once you're yeah. like, uh, you know, and that's yeah. why there's bullying and there's insecurity. Yeah. But, but uh, finding an identity of something and then accepting it, even if other people disagree with it, I think yeah. that's what's tough about being a kid. Yeah. I, I remember like when I was a kid, I would only listen to hip hop when mm-hmm. I was like a boy, like only listen to hip hop. And then like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the Under the Bridge, sure. the Blood Sugar Sex Magic album. Like I fucking loved it, but I wouldn't admit to any of my friends that I liked it or listened to it. And I had like one other friend that liked it. And I'd be like, hey man, you can put that record on or, or not, whatever, you know. You I'm trying like, to connect to somebody who's been in the closet for most of their life. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I totally understand. I remember when I first started to like fucking Anthony Kiedis, man. <laughs> I only know that name because DeWalt loves the Chili Peppers and he talks about it all the time. I couldn't tell you a song other than California guys. Do you know Under the Bridge? There was like a really popular, I mean, it was, couldn't be any more mainstream. It was just a pop song. It was all the same shit I was already listening to, but yeah. like from an identity standpoint. I don't really want to feel how I did that day. Right? Yeah, that's, that's the song. It. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's a very song. popular, like very popular, but I was so embarrassed to say I liked it and nobody would have fucking cared. Right. I could have just owned it and liked whatever, you know, listen to whatever I wanted, but instead I would punish Ooh. myself and not listen to something I like. That's liked. part of that idea of like, you have to people like me because, yeah. you know, like, yeah. which, which not only is it probably not true, nobody even thought of it. No, nobody gives a fucking yeah. shit. Everybody's all in their own heads about their own shit. Yeah. Everybody's already fucking disgusted with me anyway. Oh my fuck. God. Relax, well, man. Here's, look at you. You well, know what I mean? Nah, dude. Well, not at that time. Well. I was a real fucking. Well, I'd have. I had a tail, a rat tail, or a full on my tail. My hair, like my tail on my hair, like, like just a small thin yeah. one. Yeah, Ooh, that's dude. dope. Put up a pic. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I, my mom still has it. I think she braid. Like when I cut it off, she braided it up. And oh then, wow! And then cut it. You know, there's something about comedians, at least the ones that I that I, are around me in my world, that their moms are their biggest fans. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, some people talk about the trauma and they, they were trying to, you know, get their parents' attention. But I find that just, it seems like your mom, she still has your rat tail, bro. Still got my yeah. rat She'll listen to this episode. She listens to all this shit. She's got to hear me talking about, like, butt fucking and stuff. Cool, like, man. What kind of butt fuck stuff do you talk about on here? <laughs> I mean, a it bunch. comes up. Every episode. <laughs> it comes about, up. About, like what? About, tell, tell me a butt fuck story. BFS. Uh, it's not necessarily like a personal thing, but I'll just like reference. It's very personal. Well, I'm saying like me, <laughs> to him. me butt fucking, <laughs> yeah. me being butt fucked or butt fucking somebody. Yeah. Does it, not necessarily like a autobiographical thing, but I'll just like reference butt fucking. 
in some capacity. He just likes those two words back to back. Like it, and also the way you say butt when fucking is coming after it, you really, it's spelled <laughs> yeah. with two Bs. <laughs> butt fucking. Yeah. It's like, you mean you want, you're, you're going, you, yeah, you got bases loaded on that I one. I don't want people to be confused as to what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You don't mean butt fucking. You I mean, mean butt fucking. Butt fucking. <laughs> it's a fun, I feel like it's a funny word and it, it jars people a little bit. Mm. Yeah. A little bit? Yeah, a little I'm bit. a little turned yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, especially <laughs> it's how, too much. It's a hard B. Yeah. It's, it's underlined and it's you bold. S- you said that my mom listened, so talk about butt fucking, and then the next four minutes is butt fucking, <laughs> butt fucking. <laughs> I'm just trying to drive home how much of a fan she is yeah. of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of the show. That she's willing to endure, you know, uh-huh. well, me and the show. That she's willing to endure, yeah. you know, like oh. a not funny jag on butt fucking and still be supportive. Yeah, just repeating the word. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you have a, a mom that applauded you? Yo, yeah, hardcore. Um, but she was. His parents are immigrants. Yeah, I know. Um, from, you could tell, but we're white. But uh, <laughs> immigrant from you know Michigan. Um, but yeah, they they were supportive once I started working, but not prior to that. Did they go to your place? Yeah, but it wasn't. It was, but my mom would just always wanted me to like if I was going to do anything entertainment wise, she was just like, you should sing more. Oh, sweet. Oh, okay. Do you sing a lot in the shows? Do you find ways of doing no, that? No. I mean... Because I don't think I've ever seen that. No, yeah. I usually you used don't. to do musical improv. Yeah, I used to do musical theater, I mean, all through high school, and then, like, minored in musical theater in, in college, but... Um, and then I just you major kind of in? went in acting. Um, but, you know, it went away, and it's just like... That world, like, the Broadway world and stuff, wasn't something I was interested Still? in. Still? No, yeah. Oh, that's... I think it's the coolest. It would be so cool cool, to do that. But I, but you hated Phantom, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen Phantom? (laughs) I've seen, I've seen it. You liked it? Yeah, he's got the big, the Bill Lambeer mascot. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah, Um, half of his face. I, I, the music was great. It was pretty. It's just this. It was bonkers. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I had no idea what the story was. It was bonkers. The fog machine really makes it look like they're on water. When when they go through the back, the back, and then they, they take the boat yeah. to his place. Yeah, uh, mind blown. I'm thinking even if he does rape this woman and she wants him, and that's literally a story that's been going for thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> fog machine makes it look like water. Yeah. and the boat was smooth as fog. And then everybody's like, "Hey, look at that chandelier!" And everybody looks at the one above you rather than the one on <laughs> uh, on on set. Is always funny to me. Anytime I saw Phantom, I was like, there was only the one the chandelier at the Pantages. Who like looked straight up. <laughs> I saw it when I was real young, and I remember the singing made me uncomfortable. I yeah. liked the songs, but I was like eight, and the guy's like, nah, <laughs> I was like, ah. And his, his mic is turned up so loud, so yeah. you can just kind of creep it through. <laughs> time. Yeah. When you're eight, you're just like, ah, shit. I mean, and, it forced me to like kind of reconcile with intimacy. And, and stuff. I wasn't into huh. the. Uh, damn. <laughs> I wasn't into you that. Uh, butt fucking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, before I knew what that was. Yeah. It was you know. <laughs> I remember there's a girl in my high school that had anal sex before regular sex Whoops. because she was saving it. Oh, uh, yeah. You hear that come up from time to time. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like that's like saying I, I don't really want to smoke cigarettes, so just shoot me up. Yeah, let's skip a couple of steps. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to risk yeah. getting addicted to nicotine. Yeah, so just just get that needle in shoot my the yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't really want to risk getting addicted to nicotine, so just fuck me in the ass. It's <laughs> just as fair of an analogy to me. <laughs> um, and we're gonna get to commercial. Oh, we'll be right back. 
So your shoulder now, we'll, we'll wrap things up, but real quick, how, what's going on with your shoulder now? How many, how many months post-op are you? Uh, eight, eight months. Yeah. So still, but you're not sure if it still worked. Or I not. started working out a couple weeks ago, but I stopped this week because I, I'm hurting a little bit and Ugh. it's, it's not even in the shoulder. It's in, it's in the, 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 the levator scapula by the, the, like the shoulder blade, the neck area. Do you have some tracking issues there or something or? I don't know. I, I mean, sometimes, uh, uh, tracking or is that as far as stability? Yeah, or just where you feel it like kind of grinding. And no, I, I do not feel that. Yeah. I, I do not feel it. It's just it hurts back here sometimes. And uh, and um, before I work out, I go do some more stretching than I normally would, specifically on my shoulder. Even let's just like the child's pose and holding there. And it's it, it's something that feels good for me is I do that and it hurts and it's frustrating. But I've learned that do that and do my stretches for a little bit and then work out light for like a half hour. And then when I go back into child's pose, it does it hurts so much less. Uh-huh. Okay. So oh so. This pain that I'm feeling is, I, I struggle with when am I fighting through the pain and when am I hurting myself? And I'm still not sure because for 10 years, I've been trying to find this You've dance been, and, and yeah, ultimately pain. with chronic pain. Do you do, did you work with a physical therapist oh, and do yes. you keep up with that stuff? Yes. Yeah. So I just stopped. I was doing physical therapy for over six months after surgery because wow. I wanted to keep going. Yeah. I since stopped. Um, but I've gone through multiple sessions and, and I, th- I think where I'm at now, and I don't know if this is true, I think. I just have to change my lifestyle. I have to keep doing what I'm doing, but more. I have to be doing these stretches every day. Yeah. Uh, as a, I mean, I do them a few days a week, but like I need to do them every day and more. And I also don't think that, and then I'm going to be fixed. I think this is what the shoulder is. Yeah. And now, you know, as you get older, you have to implement more things. I'm just yeah. going to have to stretch more and, and, um, and also I, just, you know, the lifestyle, you made jokes about your macros, but like, that's what the whole, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to eat. I don't know what I'm, I, I wake up. Sometimes I get such anxiety because you, no, coconut oil is no good or only if you don't. And it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to have. So I just have these powders now. And then is that bad for me? I don't know what I'm supposed to eat. And, and go, and I, the, one of the big decisions is I just feel better at least in my head about going meatless, but then yeah. it's hard for me to figure it out. On how you I'm mean, supposed to. You mean ethically or you mean from a health standpoint? From, from, from what's best for my body and a for health standpoint. Yeah. Meatless. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not educated enough. And, and, and I'm, it's a Google search away. I just, for whatever reason, I haven't, <laughs> yeah. I haven't allowed myself. I just, every day, it's just like, I'll clean my room later. But yeah, my room, yeah. I clean. This, my body, I haven't. Right. Yeah, You're I mean, vegan, right? No, 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 no. You're not. I no. thought we talked about it. We went to Minnesota, Minnesota Farms. I we thought did. we talked about it. No, I'm not vegan. I, I don't eat a ton of meat, but it's a, it is a part of my diet for sure. Like I'm not eating it for every meal, uh-huh. but I probably have it. I try to take like a day off from it, but I have it like once a day at least. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I eat red meat and chicken. How do you feel? You got a good, you, you're alert? I, I always feel good. I always feel uh, is that a genetic thing? You just got a body for being good? No, no, no. I think, well, like we've, Eugene and I have talked about it on the show. There's, I think ancestral eating is, is important to look into. What, it, like what your family eats? Yeah. Well, what you, where you came from. Like, you what, like bloodline or yeah, family? Bloodline. Fam- right. bloodline. Like what they ate. Yeah. Isn't and it then, like, a, like a, like, I think I did this once. I've ate whatever the blood is. You, some people are not supposed to. Not necessarily blood eating for blood type. Well, how do you figure this out? So you find out like where, where, like what's your ancestral heritage is. Right, like Eastern European. Right, okay. So then you research like what kind of food is available to them and what did they eat? And that's most likely what your kind of bloodline is adapted to. Do you think we adapted to to it? Because I mean, Eastern European, I mean, if they're there for 20 generations, that's not enough to adapt to anything, is it? 
I think I think it's like I mean, we're all African. There's micro adaptations that happen, and I think it's a way that you can kind of explain why people's metabolisms are different, why people have some food intolerances, and why people other people don't. Sure. To yeah. me, it's like yeah. you know the science is still a little wonky on all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of it's theory based, but I don't know how else you'd be able to explain. So that what did other you figure? Out? How did you figure out? And what did you decide? Well, so for me, it was a little bit more clumsy because I came at it from a different direction. Like I would just experiment. So I would try to get as lean as possible. And I would maybe do stuff that wasn't healthy or didn't make me feel good. And then I would notice things that would happen in my body and I would kind of make note of that. And then I would relax on that kind of stuff and maybe have a year or two where I wasn't as strict. And then I would add some other foods in and then I would eliminate other things. And I kind of settled on this, this, uh, template of a diet that I try to follow now. What is your diet? And so I, it's like a paleo template. So I eat basically lean protein, whole foods, and and uh, and leafy greens and vegetables, and then and, and then a little, little carbohydrates, a little bit of light fruit, and not, not really any carbohydrates except in the form of like light fruit, fruit. yeah, berries so that, like low sugar fruit. And for me, that really. But my wife, on the other hand, my wife actually does pretty well with some uh, some complex carbohydrates. How do I f- figure do this out? Do How do I sweet know? Sweet potatoes and stuff, though. I don't even do really sweet yeah. potatoes. How do I, I find this out? I'm, so, I'm, I'm not in touch with my body enough to, to know well, those things. Well, a lot of the time, too, like uh, one of the ways to get going is to do like a Whole30 type situation or a three-week thing where you're eating a limited amount of foods, the Whole Foods, for the month. and then you By start Whole Foods, eating. you're saying what? What does that mean? Like, Raw? Uh, like the, the market. Uh, no. <laughs> like, That's what uh, I thought he said the yeah. first two times. Yeah. And I realized, oh, no, this is yeah. a term. That's why <laughs> yeah, I'm asking yeah. that. Yeah, no, like, whole, whole Foods meaning like uh, nothing co- like processed. Nothing processed. So, so you're just literally you're like, like fucking... you know, vegetables and... Well, and if I wanted fruit. to get a chicken wrap and the wrap is a, is a spinach tortilla, that's processed. It's processed. Yeah, that's processed. Yeah. So you, don't, so you, you so omit that. You're trying to do... You're trying to eat as um, as like the food, food in its whole form as much as possible. So give me some examples. Like Ch- chicken breasts, chicken eggs. Chicken breasts, eggs, and, eggs, and vegetables. You know, vegetables. Yeah, and, yeah any yeah. kind of Salad. asparagus, uh, leafy greens, olive, kale. With olive oil and vinegar on it. And I could put or see, I could put seasonings on stuff? Yes. You can't. Garlic? Yes. You garlic it up. Yes. Look, so, at, look at like Whole30. What, what is Whole30? Is that something I'm Googling? Yeah. It's a yeah. term. Yeah. It's a ter- and it's a specific. And 30 because you do it for a month? You, you do, do it, it for, for a month. Days. And so, then after 30 days, you start introducing other foods back in. Oh, so so chances are that 30 days, it's going to be good doing that. Yes. And now it's like, all right, what else could I do? Yes. Right. So now I could try some breads or something. Yeah, and exactly. you can't do breads, not because of the carbohydrates, because I could eat the grains and the fruits. I can't try bread because it's processed. Right. And right. processed is bad because it's processed or because there's multiple things in there? B- both. Okay. Yeah. And so what you're doing. So no doing- bread for a month. Right. Yeah. And what you're doing with this whole 30 is it's basically a positive way to look at an elimination diet. So you're just eliminating anything that could be causing a problem. All right. And then after the 30 days, you, you could look at yourself as having like a relatively clean slate. And then you slowly but surely introduce things yeah. that you want to have in your diet again. And so you try, you do. And you, slowly. So I am, I'm, at, I'm now adding one thing, one thing and for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And then see how that goes. And if that's okay, I keep it. If you not, I get it. rid of it. And then do I do I then have a week again of just the whole another thing? No, no, of okay. something else. Yeah, of something else. Yeah. So it's worth it's worth looking into. And okay. like you already sound to me like you eat pretty healthy anyway. I, during the day, 
Yeah. During the day, like I, I, I ordered Mediterranean the other day. I got this chicken and rice and hummus and I don't even eat the, 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 the pita that they give me. Right. And then cut to, I do a show, I get high and I'm literally, I literally am at the improv <laughs> and they have, um, they have, uh, uh, after I had my tacos and my boneless wings, they had uh, dessert and I wasn't sure between the caramel b- double brownie or the whatever vanilla thing. And the guy's like, do you want both? And I go, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't, eat, I didn't eat the pita bread eight, eight, eight <laughs> yeah. hours ago, but I give me both desserts. Yeah. Hey, but the fact that you didn't earlier does give you still counts some, some of those points. You, you can't, know. you can't, I know. you can't, <laughs> you yeah. can't zero that out as like being a bad decision. Yeah. You know, you have to look at like, Hey, I was good for the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is most of my, I wake up at three. So most yeah. of my eating is, you know, I sometimes I, I really, I don't start eating usually until three or four and I eat until yeah. three or four in the morning. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can make some adjustments with that. Do you guys uh, do we, metabolic fasting? We do intermittent fasting. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I I've tried that. I tried it, and You're I kind was of doing it anyway. Well, yeah, but it's twelve hours instead of instead of sixteen. I did it for two weeks, uh, and when I was uh, when I'm and I lost so much weight, and I'm already like I don't want to. I'm, I'm not. It's hard for me to work out. I'm too. I'm so skinny. I, I don't want to lose weight. Yeah. yeah, it may not be good for your. Or I have to really fucking just eat a lot so more crazy. during those eight yeah. hours. I, I, for me, given what you described and the frustration that you're feeling as far as not knowing what you should, uh-huh. like what your blueprint should be, I would look into something like this whole 30 that just yeah. gives you, yeah, just I'm inspired lo- right now. lays it all out there for you. You try it. It's, it may be hard, but it's 30 fucking days. Anybody can do anything for 30 days. I'm going out and of town. You, I'm going to Rome and like, I'm going to go places oh, where dumb. I'm eating and yeah, stuff. So I think, when, after yeah, I think when I get back, I think I'm very, I'm inspired. <laughs> I will do some searches while I'm there too. Yeah. Don't show up at Rome and start your whole no 30. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Sorry guys. No pasta for me. Uh, but yeah, I think you would, I think you would like that. And at the very least, even if you don't perfect it with that, you would learn something about yourself and that's kind of what it takes. I might, I might like ask you like, you know, and feel free to say Rick enough. I don't think I'll go to town, but I might text you and ask you some, Please Some do, and then just as long as you'll come back on the show and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you should. Ooh, that's a fun thing. Let's yeah. come back fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have you back on like six so, yeah, months from now. Keep up, and we'll we'll go back and forth with it, and then you come back and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, It's exciting. Yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, it's exciting. And I'll, I'll find, and they'll give me ideas goals. of food. Yeah. I'll Google the Whole30, and here's some ideas. I don't eat that. I don't eat that. I eat this. I eat this. There's exactly. A, there's whole cookbooks and stuff. There's cookbooks. There's I, Instagram people. Like I think there's tons people of people go, that have done like, it. It's so. a big thing. I, 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 I Postmates constantly, and it's so expensive. And I was thinking, I do this. I'm, I'm already spending the money. I should do uh, one of those food delivery services. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. And then yeah. just cater. You're already doing it, just in a dumb way. In a dumb way. Yeah. I should do it, and I, and I'll, and I could make the decision, the choices and do whatever the whole, like. There's ones that are literally. Like whole a whole 30, 30 things. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's come figuring on, out. Are you fucking kidding? And yeah. it's just going to come to me? I mean, yeah. the yes. first hour of my day is panicking of what am I allowed to eat right now? And yeah. I yeah. Eat. It, it was literally. <laughs> Yeah, it'll do it for you. I'm so excited right now. Do it. Yeah, do and then it. you have to come back in like six months and see how you're doing. Do you have any recommendations for ones that you could maybe then try to get as a sponsor? Maybe we should try to do that. Get you guys yeah, a sponsor well, for yeah. one, and I could do it, and I'll do that one. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. We'd love it. We yeah. had some other turkeys fucking trying to f- easy. We might hey, have fuck, one of those dude. turkeys fuck on those this. Turkeys, dude. Uh, <laughs> fuck I'm gonna look turkeys. at some. If you know of any, text it to me. I'm yeah. gonna look at some, and I'll let you know the one I pick. And then after we do it, maybe when I come back, you should reach out, even just for one episode, trying yeah, to get dude. a sponsor. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Wait. Um, so, how can people reach you, social media wise? And let's plug the podcast. Sure. At sure. Least. I'd love to talk about the podcast. Take your shoes off. Podcast. RickGlassman.com. You get to a link or YouTube.com/slash RickGlassman. But really, social media at RickGlassman. Instagram is the one. I'm on Twitter, but Instagram. Yeah. You'll freak. My story. 
stories, hilarious. Great. They're very funny. Thank you so uh, much. Watch, and watch the podcast. I would say Thanks. watch it. Yeah. It's a great way. It's, it's really funny, on really YouTube. fun. On YouTube, yeah. yeah. We'll cut to a clip now, actually. Man. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. This is good. So, uh, if you want to find us, you can do so at the dumbbells on all social media. If you want to email us, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Rick Glassman, we yep. would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean. I wanted to do that as you were talking off. Like, I didn't mean to interrupt as no, much. No, I as wanted to hear it again. Me too. Oh, sorry. Uh, and live in between. Oh. That was a HeadGum Podcast.